0: Welcome to the Sports for Social Impact podcast, the podcast that explores all the ways that sport can put purpose at the center of what they do to have the maximum impact. Sports has a huge power to inspire. It is no secret that sport has the power to capture the imagination and the attention of the public. It can be used to highlight important issues in our society. In this episode, we explore how four young people in France are using the sport of swimming to create a conversation surrounding cigarette butt pollution we speak to Chloe Legere, who is one of the co-founders and one of the swimmers of Zero Mago, about how they are using sport to push the issue into people's minds. Zero Mego is a charity aiming to raise awareness about cigarette butt pollution. The four swimmers are swimming 300 kilometers down the River Seine to retrace the symbolic route of the cigarette butt from the city of Paris all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. This is just one of the ways that sport is being used to highlight important social issues. I hope this inspires you to find a way to use sport to highlight an important social issue or environmental issue in your community. Hi everybody, welcome to the Sports for Social Impact podcast. My name is David Thibodeau, your host. Uh, with me today, we have Chloe Legier, who is 23 years old and uh, from France and part of the Zero Migo uh, project in Paris. Um, Thank you so much, Chloe, for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, Could you tell us a bit more about yourself?
1: Thank you for inviting me. Um, Yeah, your French is actually really good. (laughs) Um, So I'm Chloe. uh, So I'm French originally, and I'm right now in the French Alps um, because I live in NC, so in France. Um, I'm an engineer in training. So now I work for a French company that makes um, stationery, and I work in R&D, so I work in kind of the innovation side. I'm also a swimmer, I've been swimming since I was about 12 years old, so um, I do a lot of other sports like triathlon and um, hike up quite a lot, of mountains and trail and stuff like that, but swimming is definitely the the kind of main sport, Um, and yeah, and I think, so I'm one of the swimmers of Zeromigo, which is um, the project I think we'll talk about today.
0: Yeah, awesome, and... (laughs) In terms of my French, I don't know if two words is, uh, is good, but I, I did go through French school in, in Canada, so I, I do have a, some background in French.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm also a swimmer, so I find this project super interesting and, and super um, inspiring. So could you tell us more about uh, about your project, about uh, Z- Zeran Mégo?
1: Yeah, so um, we co-founded this um charity so we called it zero migo which is french for zero cigarette butts um the aim was to raise awareness about cigarette butt pollution in france especially um but we really wanted to speak out about this message because about a year ago we realized that um unfortunately it was a pollution that was really visible, especially in Paris and in our cities, we can see it everywhere, but it wasn't really spoken about and not really explained to people, um, you know, the impact it has on our nature, on our rivers and our oceans. Um, Just to give you a few numbers, cigarette butts are actually the first source of pollution in our oceans. And in France, we say there's about 40,000 cigarette butts that fall to the ground every minute. Um, so it's quite a big impact so to really have an impact and raise awareness we wanted to kind of retrace the path of a cigarette butt it's kind of a symbolic path from the city to the ocean so it's all the way down the river Seine um, it's 380 kilometers um, so there's four swimmers that founded this um project together and we're about to embark on this adventure we're leaving on the 29th of may so it's quite soon and um we're hoping it's it's going to work out well
0: yeah that's awesome um i i think that this is you know I, I think this is a really important topic that you are you know trying to raise awareness for um you know c- c- cigarette butts um, you know, I think people usually, you know, they easily just throw it away and they don't really think about it as much. And it's definitely not talked about nearly as much as, you know, ocean plastics or you know, plastics that we throw away and, and up in the oceans. Um, so, so what exactly are you doing with this project? You talked about you're, you're leaving on the 29th. So what, what are you doing leading up to the project, uh, getting ready for the project and then, and then, uh, and then after that?
1: So there's three kind of main things. So right before we leave on the 29th, we're organizing a big cleanup in Paris to um, collect as many cigarette butts as possible. So we're partnering with Surfrider Foundation. Um, They have a group based in Paris. And right now we actually um, got the news. We have at least 400 people signed up to participate the aim is to set the world record and we're targeting 1 million cigarette butts. So we're hoping to, to really kind of make a statement and get lots of people involved. Um, we're working with a company called Ekumigo who will then kind of collect all the cigarette butts and recycle them. And they're going to transform them into these kind of beautiful silver plates with messages on them about cigarette butt pollution and the impact it has. And we're going to set them and place them all around Paris to kind of continue to raise awareness, um, through time. So that's kind of the first thing that we're doing. And then right after that, so we're leaving for our adventure. The adventure will be one week long. Um, so it's during the first week of June, which is actually the, um, Week for the environmental week. Um, there's the No Tobacco Day and there's um, Ocean Day as well. So there's quite a lot of important days in that week. Um, we aimed, so we're leaving from Paris and we're going to reach Deauville, which is a city um, that's right at the mouth where the river kind of falls into the ocean. Um, we're going to so we're going to swim nonstop. So we're tr- so there's four swimmers that are going to relay. Uh, we swim one hour and then we rest while the other three are doing their relay. So we have about we swim one hour and then we rest three hours and we do that for six days and five nights. Um, so it's kind of a kind of a challenge, um, an especially physical challenge, um, and we hope to arrive. Um, so the week, the weekend after, and then the kind of after of the adventure during the week we um, are going to be filming and we have a production company that's um, going to make a documentary about the, just the whole project, the lead up and really kind of share the adventure with, um, you know, from the uh, from the kind of point of view of a swimmer to share our story and later that's something that we'll be able to share in high schools um and different companies to you know continue to kind of raise awareness about this
0: awesome i'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that that product after it's completed and and i you might have mentioned this already but how many kilometers exactly is the is the swim
1: so the swim is 380 kilometers
0: wow (laughs) that's so that's like almost 100 kilometers each for four swimmers. that's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you must be in the middle of your training right now then.
1: So we've been training for a while. Um yeah, we started training about a year ago for this. We're, right now, I'm trying to swim about four or five times a week. It's not really easy with COVID, actually, because pools have um, restricted mm-hmm. access and a lot of pools are closed. Um, but then that's why we do quite a lot of sports like running and cycling just to kind of keep a good fitness. Um, it's mainly, I think, with a project that this, that, like especially a physical challenge that this kind of demanding, it's definitely a mental challenge as well. Um, we'll have to wake up at all hours of the night to go swimming, and to kind of not give up mentally is is going to be the big challenge.
0: Yeah, well, I as a swimmer, I can't imagine, and even you know, especially because that's going to be an open water swim, um, so that's going to be also challenging. So that's that's kudos to you. That's going to be really impressive to see you to see the final project. And I'll I'll definitely be following along on social media. Um, but so wh- why do you think that? Uh, you know, sport and swimming was important for sharing the story or, and getting the message out about the about this problem.
1: Um, I think as swimmers, we and I think you'll kind of understand this, especially as open water swimmers. You know, oceans and rivers and lakes it's kind of our playing ground. So for us, um, it's areas that we want to protect and we want to be able to keep on enjoying for kind of you know the rest of our lives. So. Um, it's kind of subjects that are really close to our hearts. Um, when we, so before this project in 2019, we swam across the Strait of Gibraltar, so from Spain to Morocco. Um, that was kind of our first big swimming project. And during that project, we kind of talked about um, microplastic pollution in the Mediterranean Sea, and we realized that. Um, Because we were doing a kind of big challenge um, and sporting challenge, people were listening to the message that we also wanted to get across. Um, So sports really creates a powerful kind of platform um, to speak about important social or environmental um, issues so for us to be able to link the kind of sporting and adventure side of the project and swimming, which is something that we love, and to kind of use the path that we're swimming as a learning tool to kind of explain to people really the, the path that will take a cigarette butt or any other kind of pollution that comes from a city all the way to the ocean, I think people can um, will listen more and will kind of, you know, be it will just have a bigger impact and be able to reach more people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I think that, you know, sport, you, you know, I, I think with, you know, just, you know, you know, the most obvious example of the Olympics, you know, bringing people together from everywhere. It it really, does, sport really does connect people and it really brings people together. And I think, you know, the, the storytelling power of sports and, and sharing stories through sports, I think that's, you know, a really it's it's not quite as tapped into as as often as it could be i think that you know sports can can be used to highlight a whole bunch of different issues and and i think that you know this is a really interesting one because you know you, you it, um you know you have to swim from paris to the ocean and that's that's the route that the cigarette butt takes so i think that's really interesting how it it, it mirrors that and so, so you started talking a bit about this at the end of that uh, that your, the last answer but what kind of societal change are you hoping to come out of this project?
1: Um, so I think we, we realized with this specific kind of environmental issue, to be able to change people's kind of daily habits will already have a huge impact. If we can kind of change the habits of a few smokers um, to, instead of throwing their cigarette butt on the floor and put it in a bin, um, that can really reduce the pollution. I had my cousin call me up a few months ago and tell me, he's a smoker, he lives in Barcelona and he says, well, you know, Chloe, as soon as I heard about your project, since then I haven't thrown um, any cigarette butt on the floor and I always throw them in the bin. And I thought, well, that's already one person and if we can have a few more, then that's already for us Um, just an incredible, you know, an incredible kind of impact. We also wanted to... We also kind of realized that children were the best activists for um, environmental change. And so we're trying to build this kind of kit that we will be able to share to schools, um, primary schools especially. And it'll have like a drawing that they can color in of the map of our route that we'll take. And they'll be able to kind of move the swimmer along during the week. And we're creating videos to kind of share um, with the kids about the uh, the fish that we'll find in the river and the trees and the kind of nature everything around the river will be speaking about the pollution we'll be speaking about our training and our adventure um, so we also want to kind of educate in schools and in high schools as well um, because I think that's a powerful impact if we can have if we can reach out to kids they will then be able to talk about it to their parents, to their grandparents, they'll grow up, they'll talk to about friends. And I think um, that can be quite powerful.
0: Yeah, wow, I think that's a really interesting way of engaging with youth. And I think that's you know, and a really important aspect of this as well, make sure that they do understand the, the impacts that they're having on their actions. You know, If you throw something out, it, will, it does have a chain reaction and it will impact um, the environment um, in the lake or in the river and the, and then eventually to the ocean. Um, and so is, does any of this uh, also in, engage the mental conversation on the broader health implications of smoking or is it really just focusing on the, the pollution of smoking?
1: Well, we didn't want to kind of attack... Um... Cigarette smokers, and we didn't want to kind of say, you know, smoking is bad and it's bad for your health because I think that message is already kind of said a lot. We are obviously, um, you know, eat, although we're kind of saying that we don't want people to throw cigarette butts on the floor, and the best thing is to throw cigarette butts in the in the bin. We are very clear of the fact that actually the best solution is to smoke less and actually to smoke not at all would be would be the best case scenario so um so that is a kind of message that we also want to want to clearly say but we don't want to attack smokers because actually they're the ones that we want to engage so i think if we kind of attack them on a negative side then we'll lose their engagement
0: definitely i i totally understand that and i think i think i definitely think the smoking culture in Europe is different than in in Canada and North America. Um, But I I was just curious to see if that was part of the conversation at all. Um, But yeah. So so what kind of challenges are you faced or that did you face building this project?
1: Um, so I mentioned a bit before, so COVID was a bit of a struggle for us, especially on the training side. Um, but we managed to adapt and, you know, we just tried to found, find solutions. For a couple months, we were just doing kind of fitness in our living room. And that was yeah. the way to keep fit. Yeah. Um, the big challenge we're facing right now is actually um, with administration. So today in France, in the River Seine, you're not allowed to swim um, because for a few reasons. The first is um, health problems. The river is actually quite dirty and there's a lot of diseases. Um, we had to get vaccinated for um, some kind of rat disease um, in case that we, we would get sick. Um, so. We're actually, so they don't actually want people to swim in the river and also just because logistically it would be a disaster. There's huge boats, um, cargo boats that go up and down the river and actually a lot of people drown every year. Um, so, the, so administratively today we are trying to ask for the permission to be able to swim um, and we have to ask every single um, local kind of area all along the river and I think there's at least a dozen and so far um, it's a bit complicated because nobody has officially said yes um, and nobody has officially kind of said no so the night before we leave on the 28th they could just say you know you're not allowed to swim you can't leave Um, so it's a bit of a suspense and it's kind of a bit of a roller coaster for us in terms of emotions because we work really hard to kind of you know, produce a whole, um, you know, to kind of, you know, show that we have looked at the health issues, we've showed that, you know, the logistical issues, we have made sure that the swimmers will be safe, we have a kayakist that will follow the swimmer um, the whole time to make sure that, you know, in any kind of worst case scenario, there is, um, there is always a solution, but, um, but we still don't know if we're allowed to swim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I certainly hope that you are able to swim. Um, what is so Do you have any you know, backup plan in case you can't swim from Paris? Like, can you swim further down the river?
1: Um, yeah, and I think our backup plan, if there's a few areas that they say they don't really want us to swim, we'll um, kayak just across the rivers, those, those kind of specific sections. Um, so we'll do a mix of kayak and swimming.
0: Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much again for talking to me about your project. I hope that, you know, this does create a broader conversation in society and in schools about, you know, what, well, cigarette waste, and then, you know, just waste in general being tossed into our rivers and going out to sea, um, you know, this very specific issue that you are talking about, um, you know, it, it it definitely can be, you know, replicated and, and and talked about it for a whole bunch of different issues. Um so I think it's really interesting in how you're using sport in this way to to engage them in that conversation, so thank you for doing that and I think it's a really important thing that you're doing. Um, do you have any other messages any or any sort of you know final words that you would like to share with with the listeners
1: um, I think the final message is really a positive note that actually when we're you know we're quite a young team we're between twenty and twenty five years old, and to build this kind of project and to kind of you know, throw ourselves into, into this big adventure, we, is a really big learning lesson for us. We're learning a lot. Um, and just, um, I think I would encourage anybody who wants to kind of build their own, you know, project or start a charity, um, is really a positive thing. And there's, even though there's kind of roller coasters and, and sometimes, you know, it can be really hard. Um, I think we always come out stronger and, um, and brighter on the other side. So,
0: Awesome. Thank you so much again, Chloe, for joining me today and good luck with the swim. I will be watching and cheering you on from, from Canada. So um, best of luck with that.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be sharing a lot of things on social media, so you'll be able to follow us.
0: Great. And I will, I will put your social media details in the, in the podcast description so everybody can follow.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Okay. Thank you, Chloe.